We need some outside universal threat to make us recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already? Have you ever Have you seen, ever something, seen something, something that defies, that defies explanation? explanation? You, you are not alone. We seek we to seek define to and provide for those unwilling to taste the other side. It is in our dogmatic conviction to document the supernatural. Our team, our team, uh, Joe Martinez, Jonathan Martinez, and Vincent Brunel will push the limits of technology and science. We may not have all the answers. But they are out there, and we will find them. We, we are dead October, October. paranormal. Thank you for choosing, or no. Is that what I say? <laughs> what do I say? Thank you for uh, listening to Dead October Paranormal. Mm-hmm. My name is Job, aka I am Castle the Gage. What the hell? What is wrong with you today? You I know, just, what? I'm gonna go ahead and put, you, put my you, foot down. Hmm, do you have ear mites? <laughs> Let me start over. Thank you for joining Dead October. My name is Job, aka Castle Cage. My name is Job, aka Castle Cage. <laughs> Dude, just pass it on. Wow. <laughs> and once Jesus, again, I'm Jesus. with uh, Joseph Bernal and uh, the fanboy, whatever, you know. No, that was just, <laughs> come so on. Half that was so disrespectful. <laughs> I feel so disrespectful. <laughs> Joseph Bernal, the I, Adams County Man of Mystery, and Jonathan, the AKA Fanunanananan boy. John's all excited because Batman's about to come out. Fanboy, he's fanboy. In like thirty now. days, he's counting the days instead 30. of the thirty days of Christmas. It's the thirty days until the next Batman. Thirty days. Of I already Batman. took the day off of work and everything. Thirty days of Batman. <laughs> Can't wait. It's exciting. Speaking of Batman, I've been watching a lot of Titans. That show's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Great. I, don't, I, I haven't started watching it yet. Why would they choose that guy for Batman? Though? Oh, the new Peacemaker. I, I haven't out seen today. it. Don't tell me. Oh yeah, we're gonna watch that. It's and it's. Kind you of, like it, don't you? Yeah, I like it. I thought it was. I do. I wasn't expecting much. Why am I so loud? I wasn't expecting much, but dude, it's really, really I good. I think John Cena's hilarious. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of John Cena. I think Cena he really reincarnated now. his. Uh, he reincarnated his his like. Image? Career. Yeah. His career. Well, I was upset because 
I didn't like him in uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad would have been so much better if they would have came out with this series before. Because then I would know who he is. And w- he was funny in Suicide Squad, though. For the average, it, for it the average fan, I had no freaking <laughs> clue who he was. When he tells everybody, I would eat a whole beach of dicks or something. <laughs> <laughs> for freedom? Brought, yeah, for freedom. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. It was pretty funny. He's funny. I think he's funny. Dude, it's it's a great show, plus all the 80s music, dude. I dig it. Didn't he say His I'd, other... I'd suck a whole beach of dicks or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. Either suck a beach of dicks or something? But <laughs> he, he is like, he's just so fucking ripped, though. It's like just weird. He's too ripped, he man. Like, it's, it's abnormal. He has like tiny, like his arms are huge, but they're tiny, like... Like short, but they're like roided as all hell in his chest. Like when he flexes, dude, it's like home. But well, how do you get that? Like, buff? like the Rock. The Rock is proportioned. He's a big dude and he has muscles. He doesn't look abnormal. John Cena looks like a muscle hamster. He's all. <laughs> I think it like he's only like five something. No, I don't think like, he's that. Uh, tall. Did you ever see that picture of him standing next to Derek Wolf? Shout out Derek Wolf, Denver Broncos Woo-hoo. Super Bowl Fifty champion Woo-hoo. at the ESPYS. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. And he's all huge. Speaking of shout-outs, shout-out to my sister Natalie. She listens all the time. Love you. Sup, Oh, so she hears shout everything? Shout-out to my boys. They always listen to us all the time. Love she you. Hears, she hears it all? Yeah. She said that you've been over the top lately. Tone it down. Tone it down. Take it now. down a notch. I will not. Stop. You know what I told her? I said, you know what, Natch? I've learned over the years, this is where you play, like inspirational music don't ever tell job that he can't do something because if you tell job he can't do something that's when job does it and he just like <laughs> goes over the top this might be the most over the top episode no she didn't really say that i said that she was laughing she goes why are you guys so crazy lately and i said well the last episode we were drunk we are pretty drunk, all of us. Yeah, but that's how we normally are on a daily basis. We were so drunk, you had hiccups through the whole vid- the whole episode. No, I wasn't drunk. I just had hiccups. In my defense... You weren't drunk. Yeah, right. <clears throat> no. In my defense, Job was a little too crazy. Too crazy. You gotta tone it down. You guys are soft. Don't say that, because he's gonna go hard to the paint, man. You guys are soft. <laughs> he's gonna try to do a 360 and dunk on us. <laughs> you guys are like a bunch of librarians and That's, fucking libraries. You're like one of the, but, uh, sh- the first people. We, we, let me let me say something. We, as a group and as a podcast, we hit a milestone recently. Job, will you inform our fans I'm gonna, what we hit? You guys are like a bunch of librarians. Shh. What did we hit? You're too loud. What's the milestone we just hit? A bag of dicks. Oh, Jesus. Okay, that's enough. We hit a thousand, <laughs> a thousand listens. See? One thousand. Can't count on them to just be normal for bag And each episode is an hour, so when you stop and think about it, that's a thou- over a thousand hours of listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very thank much. You. That's so awesome. I would suck a beach of dicks. All right. <laughs> Why did you bring it up? It's your fault, John. This, this episode went to the gutter because of you. This was your... Open that window, please. It's so it's hot. It's hot in here. No. It's so hot. It's freezing. Just because... Dude, I could literally feel the sweat dripping down the side of my fat. Nobody told you to light candles. You're sitting in front of a fire. Let's sit in the dark, then. What are we going to do? Sit in the dark? We can. We're not a bunch of weirdos. We've done it before. Yeah, I guess we are a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> we sit in the dark every time we go to an investigation. Like I, I literally felt like the... like. The, 
crease in my fat squish. <laughs> That's all. S- it just squished. Like, it's all. <laughs> so gross, dude. Stop. Oh, Lord. It was like you're a ask, sweaty. <laughs> you're going to get out of the studio and you're going to be like. Yeah, dude. My yeah, undertits. So, uh-huh. speaking of my reincarnation. are going to be all damp. Speaking of reincarnation, that's one of our topics that we're going to talk about tonight. That is the topic of this episode, reincarnation. What do you guys think? I know it's, as as uh, believers in Christ, it's sacrilegious for us to talk about reincarnation, I but... I don't think so. I don't think it's, so. It's... it's uh, I once heard a crazy. theory that God gives you seven chances... To get, get it right, you get seven seven chances to get it right, and well, I better be on my like get it right. seventh chance now because I've gotten so far. I think I've gotten it right. What if you're on your sixth? <sighs> Don't say that. What if? Oh, I just came up with some. What if the number of like uh, you know how they say that your um, your birthmarks are a sign of what happened to you in your past life? We don't. You have a birthmark. We both have a birthmark on our backs. No, just you. Mine, have, mine is on my face. I have one on my forearm. Ooh, maybe you got your face smashed in. And I got Probably. one right above, right below my eye, next to my. Uh, so I, I think I was in war and I was running, and I got shot through the back of the arm and I got shot through right here. No, what if you're I would have survived this though. It didn't hit the brain. What if you're waving a flag and it shot through your arm into your face? Maybe. No, you're probably. Probably on your hands and knees. No! Yeah, that seems more <laughs> I would never say no. I'd say, do it, mother. <laughs> God, no! No, not me. Why Would me? you? Okay, do you think you would be that guy that drops to your knees with the guy holding the gun to you? No, please, I have kids. No. <laughs> no, never. I would never be that. I got a kid. Oh, I got a wife. I'd be like, dude, do your dirtiest, mother. Like, the hell with you. I know where I'm going. It's all you got. Please open the window. Good God, it's like doing a podcast in Hades. Dude, my fucking arms are sweating on the fucking leather. It's not even hot. It is so hot. Job, will you get up and open it? No, you're right there. I can't. I can't reach it. I can't. Damn your short arms. I'll do it. Keep talking. Keep talking. See, this is what I got to deal with, folks. Bunch of divas. It's hot! Divas. I could literally fill. I don't want to hear about your fat rolls anymore. I wasn't going to say anything about my fat rolls. I'm like oh, a... sorry. I'm a cool... Proceed that. Cool 70 degrees right now, and these guys are whining about a little bit of heat. I can Can't handle the heat, boys? Get out of the fryer, I can man. literally feel the sweat dripping out of my foreskin. Heat. Get out of the kitchen. I could literally We're going to gloss over that one, so just... I'm going to repeat myself. We're I just going to... Literally... I can literally <laughs> okay, feel please. the Nobody sweat dripping out of my up. foreskin. Oh, Lord. Why? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> it's so hot. We have a blizzard outside, and there's sweat dripping. Okay. Not right. All right. Hear that, Jonathan? What is the re- definition of reincarnation? You didn't look it up. Your show prep sucks. You're the best reader out of all of us. Out loud reader. I, I read pretty good in my head. I narrate my whole life. 
there's a reincarnation story that I was reading that was pretty cool. Like right now, I'm narrating in my head like Job is so gross, and Jonathan is Job's dropping the ball on disgusting. the narration. He's not gross. He's the, disgusting. Get over it. Jonathan's dropping so, the ball on the definition prep. of reincarnation: the rebirth of soul in a new body. How's that for reading? I would say that's uh, it. <laughs> God, I thought it was going to be like some in depth. Some cultures believe. I would say that I was probably reincarnated. <laughs> a person or an animal in whom a particular soul is believed to have been reborn. An animal? Yeah. Animals are part of reincarnation? Yeah. I think so. I think if you're a piece of shit, you come back as a bug. What if, it, if you came back as a gnat? Don't gnats only have a life expan- uh, expense? Like a day? They, they only live like 24 hours? Will you please well. silence your phone, sir? <laughs> I oh. thought I did. Thank I you, think, Serge Tankian, for for joining in on. Our I think uh, Tankian like, or Tankian. Honestly, I think Jack is reincarnated. Your dog? Yeah, I think he was like some some drunk jackass back in the day. He was a pushover, <laughs> and he was like probably like lived in the thirties, and he was a hobo. Who was like a drunk? Pushover. Okay, what if there's stages of carnation? What if one in one life you're in that? The next life, you're a fish. The next life after that, you're a bear. Next life after that, you're a dog. And then the the next step after a dog is a human. You have to learn loyalty and servitude before you become a human. What about, uh, like, hippos and lions and tigers and bears? Oh, my. I relate to an octopus. I don't think I was an octopus in my last life. How do you relate to an octopus? They're my favorite animal. They're intelligent. They have eight arms. They live in little Where do you crevices. have eight arms? Don't you want to know, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> but you got eight arms. That's my favorite animal. That's why I relate to it. What's what's your what's your favorite animal? You said dog. I'm going to throw this candle at you. My you favorite animal. Dogs. I don't hate my dogs. They're just a pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> They're needy. Like what? Jack, he'll just sit there. Uh, 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 uh. You're like, dude, what do you want? Uh, uh, uh. Like, you're just like, do you want me to pet you? Do you want food? Well, what, what do you want him to do? Bust down like Jobathan. I want a bag of. He's not Brian. No, I want him <laughs> to be like, pet me, Papa. <laughs> Pet me right there <laughs> on the on the buttocks. <laughs> Just puts puts his butt by scratch. I, I got an itch on my buttocks. I'm sorry, I made you mad. Here's I'm some sorry. examples of reincarnation. Well, we're asking favorite animals. That'll give you. I, dude, my favorite animal would be like. Uh... <sighs> Jonathan, what's your favorite animal? <clears throat> oh God. I don't think I have one. What think... animal do you think is the coolest? A dog. <laughs> oh, fuck. No. <clears throat> you can't say it. Oh, it's an animal. You can't say a dog. Don't be mean. Don't, sh- don't shut it down, Vince. You Sorry. asked me what my favorite animal is, and I told you. Out of the whole animal kingdom, it's a dog? Yeah. All right, Joe. <laughs> I'd say mine would be a... An aardvark. We got it. I'm not just kidding. Dude, I hate tr- I hate spiders. They're cool though. No, I'm infatuated no. by spiders. I am par- I'm terrified of spiders, but I think they're cool as hell. No, 
They're like walking hands. I want to buy a tarantula just to get over my fear of spiders. I hope it bites your dick. Will I become Spider-Man? <laughs> no, yeah. it would be like that commercial where he like, puts yeah. the spider on him to turn into Spider-Man, and he's he's all swollen. I'd re- I could be. Did the, it work? I could be the first fat brown Spider-Man. <laughs> Gonna need some extra rope there. Wouldn't buddy. that be cool to get bit by a spider and just wake up with a six-pack? Mm. I don't know. I'm sure I've been bit by a spider. I just don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite animal? Come on. John's is a dog. Wah. Boring. So far we have an octopus and a a dog. Well, if I had to pick like an actual, like an animal animal, I'd probably say a lion. Okay. That's a good one. That's so much better than a dog. No, dogs are awesome. Kitty cat. Kitty cat. All right, obviously Job can't think, so... All right, Mrs. Kitty your- Cat, are you out of your... I'd say a hawk. <laughs> That's cool. Just a fly, dude? You're so free. You're free in the air, dude. You're just... You know my favorite animal is? Like, the freaking bronco. Oh, yeah. You can come... You can, oh, like, fly bron- out of the sky, dude, and just, yes. like, swoop shit up and <clears throat> fucking just kill it up in the air. You're carrying it in your talons, and you're just pecking the shit out of it. And then you and your, like, female lover just fuck in the air all crazy. (sighs) Definitions. All right, so anyways. Just fuck. Here's some, uh... Grabbing claws. Here's some... They're called talons. Examples of reincarnation. Grabbing talons. talons. (laughs) Proceed, please. (laughs) Proceed. An anonymous reader of the Epoch Times shared a story in which her three-year-old son told her that he was like that. Wait, he liked, wait, wait! You said ep- epoch. It's epic. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. Did you say epoch? <laughs> I I had to call that one. Out. That's not epic. What is it? It's not how you spell epic. Sound it out. It's. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, continue. Can I finish reading? I, Can we, I talk? We have to call you out on it. Start over. You lost me at epoch. Without <laughs> epoch you fucking times. talking about shit, Clawny claws. Epoch times. All right, go ahead. Shut up for two seconds. All right, go. Get a hand, Jay, from some talent. Shh, let's go. What does that have to do with anything? Just read it. You said you were going to epoch it. <laughs> okay, go. Anyways, as I was saying, which her three-year-old son was told that he liked his new daddy, even though the reader's husband was his biological father. Confused, the mother asked him why he replied, or why he replied, my old daddy was really mean. He stabbed me in the back and I died. But I really like my new daddy because he would never do that to me. I like my new daddy. (laughs) So That's pretty crazy. He said that his old dad stabbed him in the back? Yeah, that his, his old dad was mean, but he was like three years old. Damn, that's crazy. Well, what about, <clears throat> don't you, um, Job, you have personal experiences with this. Do you want to talk about them? Or, yeah, I don't know. I'm an open book. <clears throat> well, Carson Obviously. Carson tells you some pretty crazy things. I, yeah, he's afraid of the highway. And he's like a huge door fan, Doors fan. And Daddy said that he used to walk around he used to with a huge to the top doors. hat and listen to the doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And, and that he, uh, what was that? I don't know. Sam. What's he doing, dying? Don't die on us. But he, uh, and like, I don't know, he used to wake up from night terrors all crazy. Sam's a dog, by the way, in case you don't know. (laughs) Um, I, I have this strange, um, I love big band music, like 40s music. And I love, uh, cigars. And I love sitting on the porch and listening to big band music and writing in a book, like writing journals and stuff. Do you think like and I have no idea where that comes from? I as a kid, I we my parents listened to disco music. I think uh, like when you're at a certain point in your life and you feel so content, it actually stains your soul to like that that becomes a part of you for eternity. That's what I'm saying. Like I think that. In my if if reincarnation reincarnation is real, I think I was a soldier in World War Two, and I never. I made think it home. so too. I didn't come home. That's why I, I'm fascinated with like because the I Nazi I, uh, World War. When I was young, dude, I never thought I would live to be an old man. I always felt like I was going to die young, and I still feel that way. Well, even before then, like, I could never picture Eric as an old man. Yeah. It never, like, my brain can't register what he would look like as an old man. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like, I, I never could either. I never could see him <clears throat> as an old man. And now I know why. Because he would never reach that part of his life. Now, do you think the reincarnation has a part has a, a part in the holographic universe or the, the multiple... Uh, universe theory do you think that that is hand in hand maybe that reincarnation is a reincarnation it's that we live so many different lives that that's they're all happening at the same time explain to our listeners what the holographic universe well the holographic universe or the the multiple uh dimension universe is what do you call it what's the technical term for it that there's a bunch of you're living an infinite infinite amount of lives and in each life you're something different uh one life you're a rock star this life you're just a joe schmo nobody the next star we're huge podcasters like, like that movie the one with jet lee where yeah. he's like different in every every Multiple universe dimensions. yeah he that. starts killing off himself to so get stronger what faster. if what if reincarnation is just a different way of saying that because it pretty much is he tells everybody at the end you or I am nobody's bitch. You are mine. And then he starts whipping all her asses. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. What do you What do you think? Do you think that has anything to do with it? I. I just think it's crazy that all men, every man on earth, it doesn't matter who they are, they all aspire and they all want to worship something. They all want to hold something on a pedestal and say that's the answer. I need to worship this, or I need to devote my life to this. Why do all men, from the depths of the ju- of the jungle to um, up north to the uh, Eskimos to us here, the Indians, everybody worships something. Nobody just exists. Nobody just says this is it. They all have to worship something. That from the sun god to the winter and summer solstice to um, the Aztecs and the Mayans. 
cutting hearts out. I don't know which one it was. Was it the Mayans or the Aztecs? The Mayans, right? The heart sacrifices and all this. Why do they do these things? Why Why do they want to worship something? That's what I don't get. Why is all all men born with the need to worship it's something? It's hard, hard to not believe in something that's not bigger than yourself. It's hard, hard for people to believe in something that's bi- like... I know, I know that myself. I'm not just. This isn't it. It's just, it can be. If it is, man, that's that sucks. But it's it's cool at the same time because you get to experience life. But so if you if you take your soul as an entity, right, and like something that's so amazing and spectacular and um, so complicated. How could you just throw that in one body and then it like, be gone? Just well, that much energy. You get that one chance and then it's done. Like it doesn't make sense. Like there, I believe you'd have to have at least multiple chances. Well, even in like we're, I could say we're all we believe in God. Our our God is Christian, based on Christianity. Now, when we die, we go to heaven. Eric. Eric passed early, and we believe we're going to see him again in heaven. That's our belief system. Um, who is it? Uh, the Who believes mainly in reincarnation is the Buddhists? Do they? Uh, and the, the Hindus are the ones who believe in it the most that I know of. Check out this next story. The boy who is his own grandpa. I know this one. This is the one I was just about to read. All right, read it. 18-month-old Gus Taylor's grandfather, Augie, had died a year before Gus was born. However, according to Listverse, the year-and-a-half-old Gus claimed that he was his own grandfather. When he was four, he he was able to identify Augie in family photographs, even though he had never seen the man in real life. That might not sound like much, but it gets weirder years before. Augie's sister was murdered and her body was dumped in the San Francisco Bay. No one in the family had ever spoken of this to Gus. Consequently, everyone was shocked when Gus started talking about his dead sister. So when he was talking about his dead sister, he said, uh, he goes, we all knew that. What the hell is that noise? It's Noah. Oh. Um. What's up, Noah? What you call it? He said... He goes, yeah, he goes, my sister went to sleep with the fishes, and they didn't know, <laughs> he didn't know that his, his sister was, he didn't know that his, his grandpa's sister was killed. You don't think that that might just be coincidence? No. That is too detailed? Too, too much detail, dude. Hmm. I think maybe if you fuck up in your, in one life, dude, I think God gives you a second chance to try it over do you think he does i think so well, well he's the all-forgiving god i'd like to think so what if you die and you go and you're I, you're standing was, before him and you're like please give me another chance do you think he gives you another there was chance? a there was one story dude where some chick hung herself and she immediately as she said as she dropped and the rope tightened on her neck she said she regretted every. She regretted it so bad that she like, and she couldn't get out of it. She like tried so hard to 
to break the rope or anything like that, and she end up dying. Mm-hmm. So then she gets to heaven, and then she like she tells God like I'm so sorry I didn't want to do this I um I knew immediately that I regretted it regretted it and I like I please forgive me and he said well I'm gonna send you back but this time you're gonna go through everything that you went through in that lifetime and you you need to pass through it mm-hmm. you need to finish it so she agrees to it and he sent her back and then she was reincarnated. But she still remembers dying? Yeah. In her past life? Yeah. yeah. There's something to be said for the the reason, like, why can't we, we remember anything past a certain point? I feel like I was like, reincarnated your, from, like, the 1920s. What's your earliest memory? Do you, what's the first thing you can remember of your childhood? Mine is very stupid. I remember shopping with my mom at Woolworths at Lakeside Mall, and there was these um, girls that worked there, and they were twins. It's like one of my first memories of all time was being at Woolworths, sitting in the... I was in the buggy with my mom. And I don't know how old I was. Maybe I was like three, four. Do you remember, like, the first time you ejected? I'm not Why? talking about that. <laughs> Why? I'm not talking about anything like that. I'm talking about your first memory. Anyways, so the next story is pretty good. Uh, what the hell? You're just going to gloss over my question? Well, What's your earliest memory? It leads up to him talking about E-Jack. What's your earliest memory? Like, for real. Ignore, the, ignore him. I can't even concentrate. Probably when I was a kid, I was like probably like two or three, and I, I captured a bee in my hand. And it stung my hand. Okay. And I killed it, and I, like so, it, it was I traumatic. Felt, I felt the the power of life over death in my hands as I killed the bumblebee. <clears throat> and then I remember- and then it stung me, and then I cried like a little bitch. <laughs> so I'd be like Thanos, who snapped his finger and disappeared, or everybody disappeared, and then started crying. <laughs> and then one of my other memories is I remember uh, we were in church and I was being bad and my dad was carrying me out in his arms and I was crying like, no, dad, and he was going out to whip my ass because I was being bad in church. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> what, what, Job, come on, I'm serious. What's one of your first mm-hmm. memories? I can't say nothing. You can say whatever the hell you want. I can't. Even if I'm serious, I can't say it. Why? Huh? What, were you peeing and you were looking? <laughs> Go on. You don't remember that first time you were peeing? You're holding your you're holding your, your schlong in your hand? Well, at that point in like time, a, it's as, probably not a schlong. Like, I mean, in, in, in all seriousness, do you, like, do you remember those? Like, what made, what made you, you, like... Do you remember the first time you took a piss or the first time that you shat by yourself or the first time that you like, you were like looking in the mirror and you're like, oh, this is what a naked wee wee looks like, you know, or like when you're like the first time that you actually got dressed when you're like a kid or the first time that you ate shit and you're like, fuck that hurt. (laughs) Or the first time you, you cussed or like the first time, you know what I mean? You saw your first titty. Yeah, I remember that. You're like, that's weird. <laughs> I was a little kid. 
Why does it look like that? When I was a little, little kid on the playground, I looked at some kid and I go, fuck you. <laughs> I was probably like five. <laughs> like, I remember chasing. <gasps> he cussed. Like, I had this crush on this little Mexican <clears throat> chick and, uh, and, and Bryant we- when I went to Bryant Webster back then. And I used to chase her around and I used to pick on her. And she used to always tell me, stop it, Job. Stop it. <laughs> and, like, I used to pick on her. And, like, because I thought she was, like, the most beautiful thing in the world. Why, as young men, do we pick on the girl that we like? I was trying to explain that to my my daughter. And, like, she didn't get it. She's like, he's so mean to me. And I was like, he likes you. One She's time, like, why? And I was like, because he picks on you. One time, like, dude. Like, why doesn't he just talk to me? And I said, because he likes you. I was all in love with this you. chick, dude. I don't even remember her fucking name, but I was all in love with her. And, like, we hung out. Like, I was all, I thought I was going to be a badass. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I ain't going home after school. Fuck that. I'm going to fucking chill with this chick over here. So we hang out at the the playground after school. And it's cold and shit. And I'm like, I got my badass, like, starter Broncos jacket. And it's brand fucking new. <laughs> brand fucking new. So we're chilling on the playground, right? And we're like fucking like playing on the playground. We're all joking around and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. This I got me a girlfriend. Fuck you, bitch. Like fucking thinking I could take on the world and shit. And like so we're sitting on like there's this little tier thing, right? Like a little where you fucking climb up onto the playground and shit like that. So we're sitting there and she goes, I'm cold and she didn't have a jacket. So I'm like, it's all right. Here's my jacket. And fucking, what you call it? I give her my jacket, right? And she goes, I got to go to the bathroom. She goes, I have to pee so bad. And I was like, fuck. Like, there's nowhere to go pee because there's the school was closed. And it was just her and I out on the playground, right? So she's like crouched down on the fucking, the tear thing. And she starts pissing herself. <laughs> and uh, the first time that I seen this dude, and I was just like, what the fuck? This chick's fucking pissing herself? <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. And I'm just watching the piss drizzle off the back of my Bronco jacket. <laughs> so and I was just so grossed out, dude. And she goes, I was like, yeah, uh, I think I'm going to fucking go home, dude. And like... She goes, do you want your jacket back? And I was like, nah, keep it, dude. <laughs> so then I get home and my mom's like, where's your jacket? And I'm like, I had to give it away. And then I got my ass beat for giving my fucking jacket away. So I, my mom fucking kicked my ass because I fucking gave my Bronco piss jacket away. <clears throat> and that's one mo- memory that fucking stuck in my head for the rest of my life. How old were you? Like fifth grade? <laughs> probably like yeah fourth or fifth grade <laughs> but dude i just remember just watching the piss drizzle through the fucking like <laughs> the rail of the bar like just fucking drizzling down dude and it was dripping from my bronco jacket and all kinds of shit i was like oh god dude i never i never saw that jacket or talked to that chick ever again i don't think or after that, dude, my crush was squashed. Like, I was like, oh, you fucking gross ass. <laughs> the first crush I had was this girl in first grade. She had bright red hair, braces, uh, freckles, and I, her name was Heather. I still remember her name. She was so cute, dude. She had glasses. And I remember I was so excited we got our yearbooks. And my, I always talked about her. And my mom's like, show me the girl you like. And I was so excited to show her. And I showed her, and she's like... 
she's ugly and it crushed <laughs> it ruined my life dude my heart was so broken because i thought my mom was gonna be like she's cute you should talk to her she's like oh my god she's ugly you know I, I remember my heart was broken man i was so broken to this day dude I'm, i always think about it like I wonder what heather's doing right now she's really cute man like i could tell you some fucking stories dude about me and some like my young girlfriends <laughs> i was just so devastating <laughs> i was so excited to show my mom the girl i thought was cute. this one time dude i like i had a huge crush i even remember her name her name was crystal she was like uh, my hugest crush in middle school dude and i was all crystal, in love with her fool. and like What's your name? My name um, is like the the first time, like I fucking like I was gaining weight with her, dude. Like I, we were joking around, and like it felt like she was really starting to like me. So then we were in homeroom, and fucking like I had to fart so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> oh, that, like my stomach was cramping and shit. And finally, finally, the teacher let her and I sit together at the same desk. So I was like, "Fuck, dude, please don't fart. Please don't fart." And fucking like uh, she made you laugh and you farted. <laughs> so like I couldn't hold it anymore, dude. And uh, it was like the big plastic chairs, you know, the ones with like that have like the back on so the it <laughs> So it was all <laughs> like that in the middle of the classroom, and everybody's like started laughing, ha 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 ha. And I was, I turned so fucking red, dude. Like my heart sank. Like, you know, know that. You're nasty ass parts of pressure. Yeah. So you know that feeling? Like, you just, like, it sounded like I shit my fucking pants, dude. Like, I just shat myself. And fucking, like, she looked at me, dude. Oh, and God. the way she looked at me broke my fucking heart, dude. <laughs> like, so, I was so shattered. So shattered. So fucking shattered, dude. <laughs> like, shit, like, and it, like, it felt like the fart bounced off the back of the plastic chair reverberated to my back back to the plastic chair reverberated to my back all the way up my spinal cord do you ever have one of those farts that it's like a bubble and it gets stuck in between your ass cheeks and it doesn't go anywhere and you could feel it like going back and forth <laughs> and then finally it escapes out the top of your ass crack it's like, you squeeze it and yeah it's all <laughs> so gross. All right, sorry. What does this have to do? But yeah, dude, like I was so has fucking heartbroken. Nothing to do with reincarnation. And ever and like, or so when you're walking and you're just farting. It's like bump, bump, bump. So bump. It, it, what really fucked me up, dude, is like after. Like, I wanted to wait for her after class to tell her I'm sorry. Why would you say you're sorry for a normal body? Because I was function? embarrassed. I was like fucking like seven years old, dude, and everybody was laughing and making fun of me. And the teacher, she even made it worse. It's okay, everybody. Everybody does it. I'm like, shut up. Fuck. The fuck's wrong with you? Like, fucking, why don't you just tell the whole fucking world? And then one time I got caught with porn mags in my fucking <laughs> locker. <laughs> I remember this. I got, but I'll get back to that. But anyway, what broke my fucking heart, dude, is that is that she after class, dude, she went and asked the teacher if she can be moved. Oh, and I was like, oh, and I was a loser. What the hell, Crystal? What's wrong with you? She That's probably, so she sad, probably tells that story now that she's an adult. 
What I can't think of any of my, next to this. But now that I'm an adult, I'm like, fuck that. I'll fucking fart on her. I can't think of any of my past memories right now for some reason. Dude, no. I, you're having a mental block. Yeah. I had so many traumatic memories. Well, tell the story dude. about the time you seen the little gremlin on your way home from school. Oh, I was walking home from school and I was by myself and I was walking by the the church by grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And I saw like this little, it was like probably like two, three feet tall. Uh huh. And it was like all black with like black, black eyes. It like had, I don't, don't know how to explain it. It looked like a monkey. Mm-hmm. But it was all black and it was just sitting across the street just staring at me. And I was walking and I was looking at the ground and I looked over and I saw it and I was so caught off guard. I didn't really think about it. And I was like, looking at it and i like was like trying to like get closer like to see what it was to see what it was but i was so scared and it just stood there and was like staring at me and i i ran home but i don't know what it was do you think as a kid that you're you have access to the memories from your past life yeah and that you just forget about them yeah don't burn that chip dude it already stinks in here i have memories of burnt corn (laughs) <laughs> like I think I was uh, reincarnated from the twenties. You want to hear what? Like Art Deco and like everything. Okay, from the twenties is just so fascinating S- to me. Since you guys are twins now, do you think you were twins in your past no. life then? No, but I think we're spiritually spiritually linked, maybe in one way or another. Like maybe say one one life, me and John were like best friends, or like. And then the next. What if you were for twins? What if you got? What if you killed each other in but, war? Like you were a Nazi and he was. Are you in world? So nineteen twenty would be after post World War One. What if John killed you in world, the world War? Hence the birthmark on my face. I probably got my face blown off. Well, I got shot in the back then. World War I have a birthmark on my back like a bullet. Hole. <laughs> world War One was in the teens. Uh, nineteen or. What? 1912, I think it was, World War One. No, that was the sinking of the Titanic. 1912. Was it 1905? Uh, let me look it up. Like 1905? I know it was early. World War II was like 1940? I'll give you an answer right now. Uh, 1940s. 1918. 1914 to 1918, I was two years off. So two years after the sinking of the Titanic... World War One started. I watched a... Uh, have you ever seen War Horse? What was that? <laughs> Sounded like somebody went like this. Did you think something? No. It sounded like someone went like yeah. My hands are in my hoodie pocket. Well, I didn't touch anything, dude. My hands are just right here. Well, maybe it's Eric saying hi. Well, see, now that you're talking about World War Two, this next story okay. is about World War Two. Is there any more quack clouds? No, well, there's warm. Is there any upstairs? Warm uh, bulitos. Where? In my name, my room. Mm, I'm good. I'll drink them out too. So, eight-year-old James Linger. Linger. Lin- Lininger. Sorry, I have a, fucked up your the, name. Linger. The good old uh, heat wave. <laughs> you want one of those? No. What the hell's a heat wave? I don't even know. The fucking shooters. Oh, no. I'm good on that. We're having a heat wave. Louisiana began talking. Sorry, that was loud. (laughs) Two years old. Okay. 
Eight-year-old James Leninger of Louisiana began talking about aviation at two years old. His parents reportedly knew that uh, nothing about the subject and were amazed when their little boy started displaying such an extensive knowledge of planes. Their amazement turned into alarm when James started having nightmares about being shot down by a, a plane with a red sun on it, a Japanese plane. He talked about having the dreams and memories of being Lieutenant James McCready Huston, a World War II fighter uh, pilot from it? Pennsylvania. Something like that. Sorry. We're trying to figure out the sound. Go ahead. He was a World War II fighter pilot of Pennsylvania who was who had been killed in Iwo, Iwo Jima more than 50 years early, earlier. Andrea, his mother, said that James would scream at the top of his voice, airplane, airplane crash on fire, get, can't get out help, as he kicked, kicked and pointed to the ceiling. Later, James told his parents that he would have, that he had flown a plane called a Corsair from a boat called the Natoma. Yeah, this one's hard. When James' father's decided to do some research he discovered that there had been a small escort carrier with called the Natoma Bay which had been in battle in Iwo Jima and really had a pilot called James Huston. His plane was hit in the engine and by Japanese fire on March 3rd 1945 according to Jim Tucker the psychologist of the University of Virginia Huston's plane crashed exactly the way young James Leinger had described. Really? Damn, that's crazy. <clears throat> what if this dude? What if this kid's just a psychic and he could? He has the abilities to reach out and pluck memories out of just thin air. What if I he's able to tap into that? I don't believe in psychics, dude. You don't? No. I, As a paranormal uh, investigator, I'm, that's just one thing I'm not. Dude. I've met a couple, like a medium. I've what? met a couple people in my life that have really. Made me second like guess that chick that we met here. Oh yeah, the from the, the prophesier, the prophesier, the cute one. You, it's just because she was cute. We oh, believed dude, her. Dude, I didn't believe anything she fucking said. Well, I, I saw through cute. that shit, dude, and I felt like it was a demonic spirit through her. Okay, so why do? Okay, so any crazy person on the street that tells you you're gonna die in seven days you you look at him and you're like yeah shut up whatever and then you're but squished not, by a piano but when it comes to a church <laughs> they say it's prophecy and everybody buys into oh, it oh dude I don't believe in it what's the difference between psychic and prophecy <sighs> I don't believe in it dude like Nostradamus yeah okay there's some things he predicted well, if you, but yeah, if you predict okay so I can sit here right now and he say he predicted that in there's World gonna war, be a space war so we, me and you and John right now could predict that so in World War Three, the fuck, the Americans will fight somebody in Europe, like, and that's probably going to be right. World War Three, we will fight somebody from Europe. So I had this this dream when I was younger. We're not going to fight Mexico or Canada or South America. We're going to fight somebody in Europe. I had this dream when I was younger that we um, fight Antarctica and the aliens. Ooh, that's a different episode. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I was on this on a like a battle carrier, and um, it was a battleship. And these planes, I was standing on the like on the top deck by the rail, uh-huh. and these two planes. Did you have your arms out? These two We're planes. On top of the world. <laughs> two planes flew over the boat, 
And then you can, can see can the hear, Statue of Liberty. Him. It's very small, of course. Oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. Can I talk? <laughs> <laughs> you and Fabrizio? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> no, fuck it, Vince. Go. Talk about, sorry. Talk about fucking Titanic, yeah, I'm Vince. Sorry. Fuck. I had to get it out. I had diarrhea in the mouth. Sorry, go ahead. You want to talk about Rose? Hmm? Oh, mm. Should Jack should Jack have lived? Should they share the door, Vince? Hmm? Yes, Jack should have lived. Should, there was more than enough room door. on that damn door. That's fucked up. Fuck. Stupid Kate Winslet <laughs> and your jerkism. The Go future ahead. would have been changed. Okay, we're fine. How do you know secretly she didn't love him, but she knew if she were to go back to the mainland Ooh. with him that she Dude, would have been... That's that's deep. She would have been cast it aside. Wow. And secretly she loved him, but she didn't want him to live. Could so she that be she that evil? Casted. You just Fuck ruined yeah, Rose yeah. for me. You don't know that. She's evil. Evil women. I just came with that shit right now. I'll never let go. I'll never let go. And she's like, die, bitch. Well, guess what? <laughs> you let go. You drown, motherfucker. All right. She let Sorry. go. Oh, your story. You were standing on a railing. Sorry. It's, it's not a story. It was a dream. Oh. Bit like mine. Go ahead. Shout out Molly Brown. Colorado's <laughs> finest. So I was on this battleship and these two planes... These jets, they flew over the boat. Kamikazes? And I could hear it. It was like... And they flew and they came they came back around and I could see them coming at the boat and they dropped torpedoes. Like these missiles in the water and I saw them coming and it blew up the boat and it blew me off the boat. And I landed in the water and I like literally could feel my body like smacking cement and then going underwater. And like I climbed up... Or I swam to the top, and then they shot another missile, and it blew up again. And I could feel, like, little pieces of metal fragments, like, hit me in the face. Like shrapnel? Yeah. And I swam. (laughs) One time, John was sleeping, and I put on uh, Europe on on repeat, the final countdown. Deleety. <laughs> played for five hours straight. <laughs> I put it on repeat, and he woke up, and he's all well, It's when, the final countdown. I heard this theory one time that if when I was in, I was in done? class. Oh, go ahead. Why'd you do that? Go ahead. So I felt the shrapnel hit my face, and I swam swam to shore because we we're by the the shore and i was like in, there was, i was like in the city and it was like it looked like russians and um like i don't know some type of orient i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> and uh they were shooting people with laser guns pew 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 and like the, it was like people what if like that's people, your f- future people day? running in the street dude and the, there was like an army like it was an invasion because rock jet <clears throat> technology didn't take uh didn't come in until after world war ii yeah and they were like shooting shooting people and i was like running through the city and um i hid behind this wall and they're like i could literally hear them marching behind me and like i could see their flashlights through the glass do you, do you remember your first wet dream? No. No? No. I do. That's great. <laughs> Let's share it with everybody. I remember 
Like having them when I was young, but I don't remember the first. Like mine was like I hooked up with this chick in a rock venue, in a in a concert stall. I was probably like probably twelve or thirteen. That is so gross, dude. Bathrooms are disgusting. I would never. And I remember she was wearing like a purple sweater, <laughs> and she had like short hair. <sighs> that shit. I woke up and I was all like, "Whoa." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so is it possible since some people think that time time is lin- instead of beginning to end it's linear it happens all at the same time do you think that reincarnation is just um, you like the holographic universe you seeing into another part of your life that's happening in a different spot at a different time and the only way they can the only way they could uh, explain it is I was reincarnated I died and came back something else no John why are you mad mad no I don't know (laughs) what is wrong with you why are you all upset so should I read the next story? Yes. Keep going. Or does Joe want to talk more about his wet dreams? Stop it. Just keep going. <laughs> you got to learn to just... The show must go on, man. <laughs> the show <laughs> must go on. That's our that's our, that's our new uh, saying for the podcast. show must go on. A serial killer in his past life. We're like, you're like, what's his name? From, you know how we watch Family Guy and it's like telling this great story, the storyline's going, and all of a sudden like the most random crap happens out of nowhere. Seth MacFarlane? And then it goes back to the storyline. You're Seth MacFarlane. (laughs) I can't help it. We were watching this Family Guy one day and it was like really funny and good and all of a sudden... It went on this crazy tangent. Me and John are sitting there like, what the fuck just happened, man? And then it goes back to the storyline. We're watching it, and then something else happens, and it's just like crazy inflatable something float, man. It's like, crazy inflatable <laughs> Dude, I just, my mind mentality just can't stay on the same track. All right, John, next one. Oh, that one's great. This one's crazy. All right, go. Since as long as I can remember, I had vivid dreams about being a serial killer from the 1940s or 1950s. I lived in an old farmhouse in the middle of the woods, secluded from everyone. I buried all my victims, all women with medium-length jet black hair and very pretty, on my property. I know this one. There, yeah, Ed Gein. There are at least 50, if not more. You kill all the women I've been dreaming. Like his mom. I've been dreaming about this guy since I can remember, and the details never change. I don't have any name or location, but it bothers me enough that I tried searching. I don't think I was ever caught. Sometimes I have moments where I genuinely miss my old life. In this life, I wouldn't hurt a fly, and I have dedicated myself to helping people. Sometimes certain situations trigger feelings that are not really me. I'm not sure where they come from, and... It's always the same type of girl and always the same thoughts on how to disable her in order to get her back in my place. I've come to terms with it and pass it off as intrusive, an intrusive thought, but I never wanted to act on it in this life. 
Wasn't that what's the dude that lived in the? They caught him and he was killing women that looked like his mom. I don't know much about serial serial killers, but I read about that story somewhere. Maybe it was in a book I was reading. The psychology is pretty crazy. Yeah. When you get into it. Well, don't they do studies on serial killers' brains and they don't have a certain kind of chemical? Yeah, the one that develops empathy. Yeah. Like they don't they don't care about anything and they don't feel any kind of pain like a girl could, I don't know how a, a chick could break up with them and they don't feel anything they're just on to the next one I don't know like I feel guilty on every little decision that I make dude yeah we psychoanalyze everything I like do the I, same freaking thing like man. I feel guilty if I like do something stupid or like say something stupid like recently i won't get into detail but i made a decision in my life that was pretty it was a pretty big decision and i'm i made it hoping for the outcome that i wanted to happen i had in mind what was going to happen and i made this decision based on the information that i had i'm gonna try to be as vague as i possibly can i was wrong and I'm paying for it constantly. Hmm. I wish that I would have made the opposite decision, but there's nothing I can do about it. So every decision I make after this is influenced by the past decision. Am I wrong by using the past decision to influence the new decisions? Or should I just let things happen as they're supposed to? Because the one decision I made set in in motion a, a series of things that probably would have never happened if I would have made the opposite decision. Should I use the past decision to determine the future, or should I just let things go? You guys know the decision I'm talking about, because you know me. We have a personal relationship. I'm not going to put my shit out there, but what do you think? <clears throat> just think the decisions that you make good or bad were supposed to happen supposed to happen so yeah. I was always supposed to make that decision it wouldn't have happened any other way man okay you, you're I, I really think like how you're how you're brought up and how you the things that happen to you in your lifetime tie into your decision making mm-hmm. and you as a person of who you are could have only made that decision because that decision is who you are. Okay. I get that. Especially at the time. Okay. And you may grow and make different decisions in the future, but at that time you were that person to make that decision. But the the scary thing, the thing I worry about is that the decision I made is going to have far-reaching effects on others. Should I not worry about the decisions and the in the in the experiences that the others have? Because it, I have nothing to. I I can't change it now. Well, you've made the decision. You just have to ride with it because it was your decision. Okay, cool. The and I'm sure everybody could relate to making a decision and second guessing it and questioning it, like Job was saying. Like yeah. we, I psychoanalyze freaking everything, dude. And it takes up so much space in my brain, and sometimes I'm like, "Why are you worried about it?" 
It was going to happen anyway, so why are you worried about what could happen? Dude, I have endless nights of sleep. Like, dude, I don't fucking sleep. I can't. (laughs) You have endless sleepless nights? (laughs) He said I had endless nights of sleep. Oh, I oh, yeah, that's fucking. <laughs> I, like, I think everybody does. No, I mean, I meant that I like I was just in deep thought just for a second. It caught me off guard. But I, dude, I don't sleep. Like I, I can't fucking sleep. Uh-huh. Every night, dude, I wake up ten to fifteen times a night. I'm tossing. I'm turning. I'm uncomfortable. Like my mind's running. Like, I psychoanalyze, like, fuck, did I make a bad decision doing this? What am I going to do about that? How am I going to fix this? Like, even Dead October, dude, how can I get better? Like, what am I doing wrong? Why is this failing? What's going on here, dude? You think we're failing? No, like, I think I'm failing. I don't think we're failing. I think we're really highly, highly successful. I think I'm failing because I feel like... so. Chito uh, Marine from the UFC, right? He was on a podcast the other day, and he said, "He goes, if you're, if you're fi- like, if you go out and you do something and you're failing at it, you're not trying hard enough. Uh-huh. You're not working hard enough. That's based on somebody you, that has success, though. But if you if you go out and you do something and you like f- you fight for it and you push for it and you like." You make sure that it, it it is something like successful. Like maybe okay, Dead October is successful, but it's not successful to me until we reach a certain point where we have like well, that's why you're the driving force of this thing. Like so, I think there has like, to be a driving force, and that's you. It's not me. Like I think, like I'm failing as a person. Like I that's. Like endless nights, I think about that. Like, fuck, why am I not doing this? Why do I, why I need to push myself? I need to push myself. I need to get up, get your ass up early tomorrow. Get on the fucking computer. Start working on shit. Start pushing content. Start doing this. Start doing that. And then there's some days where I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I get that. I get that all the time. I, I feel that a lot too. But then when I don't do it, like, I feel guilty. Yeah. Like, I'm not working hard enough. What the hell is that? Uh, was you hitting their chair against the wall? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, I don't know, dude. Life is all about decisions, and every decision you make has a, a series of consequences. And some, and uh, my problem is that I, I try to think, if I wouldn't have done this, would this have happened? Would my life be here? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? He said, if I wouldn't have done of this, so this all happened. <laughs> well, part Italian. So I don't know what to tell you. No, not Italian. Did at you all. see that video that I sent where that dude's all kissing those the chicks and he's all, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. He's all the tossing fuck the little kids. And like, <laughs> Freaking mafia boss. The um, fuck out of here. I don't know, man. Life. I hate that I'm like this, but I also love that I'm like this because it keeps me out of a lot of stupidity. Dude, I don't rest. Like, I can't fucking, like, I kind of wish that at one point, dude, I could just sleep. So you're the type of depressed that doesn't sleep. No. I'm the type of depressed that sleeps and will just sleep my life away. When I'm in a, when I'm in a depressed mode and I, because I journal, I've, documented what time of year that I get depressed and why 
It's and always Christmas. Every year. No, it's it's the beginning of the year. It's always January. Always January. And I swear I sleep more in January than I do the rest of the year. I don't know what it is. It's just the seasonal depression. I'm I'm sure everybody has it because it's not summer. There's no barely any sun. The nights are short or the days are short, nights are longer. <laughs> Like, I, I can't tell you. Like, I just, I pace the house. Like, I'll walk down the hallways, and I'll walk back and forth. I'll walk through my office. I'll walk through the bedroom. I'll walk back out, go into the bathroom, go upstairs, walk around the living room, walk into the kitchen. What about the, the mindset? Like, um, I was introduced to this mindset by my, my somebody I really love and care about. And they told me, and they showed me this book, and they told me that you're already rich. You're already you're already to where you want to be. You just have to make the right decisions to get to that spot. You're already there, so you got to think about your life as if you're already there, and that way you're in the right mindset to make the right decisions and the right uh, stuff along the way to get to that point. You're already there. You just have to think that you're there. You have to know you're there. So, what do you like? When I ask you this question, like, what is your level of success? Right now? No, like... Compared to where I was what, at three what years do you ago? Want, what do you want to achieve in life? Like, where do you see yourself at the end? Dude, I, my whole goal in life, and I've told this to multiple people, all I like, want to do in my life is travel. That's all like, I want to do. Uh, no, no. I want to have enough money to have a decent house, a nice, dependable car, and I want to travel the world. That's what not, I want. Not do. what you want to do, but like at, like when you really analyze your life and you're like, okay, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm going to be. Yeah, I have when a, I'm old. I have a plan. I, I myself, I I, re- I wrote out a plan right after my divorce and right after Eric passed. I sat down and I wrote out. Wrote out a five-year plan because at the time I was 35 and I want to have all these goals accomplished by the time I'm 40. And I'm well on my way to getting there. It's just I'm right in the middle of it. But I ha- I know where I'm going. But what's the end goal? Like, is it like a house and like mm-hmm. yeah. a village and you're fucking happy? I have, I have three sets of goals. I have goals I can attain, goals that... I wish can happen, or the wish I can have that can happen, and then goals that are set so high that I mean, it's it's they're I'm shooting for them, but if I don't hit them, I'm gonna land amongst the stars anyway, so I'll be successful one way or another. What is that success? Shit, I'm just unplug the whole board, <laughs> huh? What uh, is that success? The crazy, crazy success success is to just not have to worry about money. I don't want to worry. I spent my whole life worried about money. <laughs> if I can get to a point where I don't have to worry about money and I can use those faculties to worry about other things, I think that's success. That's mine, too. What, what about you, what? John? I think my success would be to be happy, spiritually happy. I don't care about money. I don't care about all that stuff. I don't care about possessions. At the end of the day, I just want my success to be... If I have that quick moment when I'm dying, to sit there and say, Did I... Was I a good person? Did I leave live a good life? Did I leave something behind that other people 
can inherit or is there, you know, something did I do enough in my life to be the best version of who I am? To me, that's success. I don't give a shit about money, cars, because then you turn into assholes like Jake Paul, <laughs> or you just fucking fiend for money and attention. <clears throat> yeah. That, that's not well, what life, life should Jake be Paul about. Well, who's to say that Jake Paul is really an asshole? What if he's a nice guy? He's... It doesn't even matter, dude. He makes himself an asshole. Yeah, true. Like, everything he has, dude, like, imagine looking at that guy through, like, I, I wouldn't say I'm like... I'm not poor, but I mean, I'm not we're lower, rich. We're lower middle class. Like, you know, and imagine... Mid, middle, middle class? Imagine looking at that at guy from, like, somebody that's lower class, dude. That guy's a sleaze. Me, he, myself. He does a lot of, like, a lot of charity and all that stuff, yeah. but he to me, he does it in the wrong way. Well, that's that's <laughs> the that's the, the next phase of my life. Once I get to the age of 40, and I'm almost there, I'm pretty close. Yeah, man. I want to give back. I want to go and serve at a soup kitchen. I want to join but different that, charities, and I want to do that. I'm just not in the right place right now, mentally and financially, to do that that's, now. That's I'm like the person another, that needs to go to a soup that's kitchen. That's another right thing, now. though, dude, is like, I want to travel. I want to go see the the world experience different exactly. ethnicities and cultures and all that stuff and I be able to have those memories i want to go see the mona lisa yeah i want to go sit there and just stare at it for two hours and just look at it and analyze it i know it's super small and people post pictures and it's not that great no it's that freaking great it's the genius of a genius i want to experience that but i like want to see it i want to look at lay there in your last moments and think about those memories would be so much better than thinking about oh shit I had a shit ton of money yeah I had a shit ton of stuff like you can't take it with you, you might can't. as well spend it while you're on the way out yeah do you do you we all know we all know somebody that hoarded we, money and hoarded money and hoarded money it's doing them good now but why they didn't experience life while they were hoarding their money it, but like if you think about it dude get rid of civilization as it is today the technology the internet all that stuff like people there's more to life than money there's more to life than possessions there's more to life than um you know your level of success what do you think that's that's all based off of this civilization's guidelines but at the same time you know, do you to think, be a good person or, you know, for your kids to grow up and think my dad was excellent or to grow up and have people love you and care for you, is, I think, is more of a success than money. So you're of the mindset that you think that relationships mean more than anything? Yeah. I mean, not so much just relationships, just life in general. You You get more out of memories and experience and love and hate and all that stuff that comes with life than you do with money and you could have all the money in the world and still not be the happiest person well that's what all the rich people say but they're rich they can say that <laughs> you never, they never been like oh fuck i guess i'm having ramen noodles tonight now don't get me wrong if somebody threw a million dollars at me am i gonna fucking take it yeah yeah but at the same time i don't know i just think I think to have your your goals and your success to be money is isn't. Um, Knock it off. 
What is he There's doing? <laughs> it's your haunted ass house. He probably sees a ghost out there or fills one. I don't know. Well, but like money, money is great and everything. But you, like they say, you can't take it with you. Go hit him, Sam. No, you can't. Fuck him up. <laughs> so, wrapping up, Job. Is anything? <laughs> sc- <laughs> he's sitting there like he's big man on campus. What's up, bitch? <laughs> Has <laughs> anything happened in your house that was like super scary lately? So I woke up, <laughs> dude. You won't believe this. So I woke up the other night. I was sleeping on the floor. And we fell asleep to Big Bang Theory. Where? In your room? Yeah. And, like, uh, I woke up, dude. Did you see the lady in your closet? No, they were standing in the hallway. And the door was cracked. And I saw, I saw like, the face literally lit up by the lamp light. Uh-huh. Just staring at us like this. Like, it was, like, probably not even a half a foot open. And her face was pushed up against the door, and her eye was just staring at me. I woke up, and Melissa woke up at the same time. And she goes, what are you staring at? I said, don't look behind you. And I said, there's somebody standing in the doorway. And, like, uh, she looked, and she, like, it was like the lady's face sucked back. It was like an octopus. You know how, like, you see an octopus in water and it goes... Yeah, like the black. Like that. Um, any more stories on reincarnation? Yeah, there's one one more. Okay. This one's actually pretty good. A three-year-old leads police to a man who killed him in his past. Whoa. And it, oh, well, another one. Hold on. The, uh, the other day, Melissa and I were home by ourselves, dude, and we were brushing our teeth in the bathroom down here. And we heard the chair... Millie Millie was at school, the kids were all at school, nobody was here, dogs were outside. And the door you hear the chair, the kitchen chair, slide all the way across the kitchen. Just you can hear it just rubbing against against the wood floor. Ugh. And we were like, What the fuck, dude? <laughs> I guess I should check this the camera. Yeah, you have cameras everywhere. <clears throat> That's scary. <laughs> that was random. Uh, that was like your stepdad. <laughs> All right, last one. A three-year-old, a three-year-old boy in Golan Heights caused quite a stir when he claimed he was murdered in his past life. The boy, a member of the Druze, Druze, D R U Z E. Yeah. Druze ethnic yes, group. Dude. Druids. No, D-R-E-E-Z. I've never even heard that. I've heard of druids. What is a druid? That's Drez, foo. Drez. All right, that's, go ahead. That's Drez, foo. Which dreads, believes foo. in reincarnation had a long red birthmark on his head. According to some Druze beliefs, birthmarks indicate where death wounds occurred before in the past life. When yeah. the boy learned how to talk, he started telling elders that he had been killed by an axe blow in his prior life. Oh, I know this one. The boy was led through several villages to see if there was a, if there, oh, if okay. any of them were familiar to him. Once he found a familiar village, he claimed that he knew exactly who killed him. His neighbor. Suddenly, the boy walked up to the man and said, "Aren't you Eli Lash?" 
The man answered, yes. The boy said, I used to be your neighbor and we got into a fight and you killed me with an axe. Eli told me how the man suddenly gone white as a sheet and the three-year-old boy then said, I even know where you buried my body. Damn. And he, like, went and took the police to... And they found his body. ...the location and the axe. Afterward, the boy led his elders to a pile of stones where they found a body with an axe wound in its head. He also led them to the spot where the axe was buried, reportedly forcing his killer to confess the crime. Damn. Uh, The Druze are a unique religious and ethnic group. The tradition dates back to the 11th century. It incorporates elements of Islam, Hinduism, and uh, classic Greek philosophy. Damn, that's an old religion I never even heard about. They've been around since the 11th century. And they're the Druze. D-R-U-Z-E? Is that what you... Yeah. Okay. Dang, that's crazy. Druze. What do you... Do you think God gives certain people the ability to come back to expose their killers? Maybe if you live, like, a good life, God gives you a second chance, but if you're a piece was, of shit, he just sends you... Was he a... Was the guy he killed, was he a full-grown man, or was he a child? Does it say? He just said he, he was died? his neighbor. Oh, okay. He was a grown man. Wow. Grown. Well, Eric had such a unique... <laughs> A unique personality. If we ever seen a little kid acting like him, we'd know it was him. <laughs> like, what's, what's up, up man? Who you walking? <laughs> what's up, fool? And then he'd tell us, "What's crack a lacking?" <laughs> no, we <even> know. <laughs> That's how we'd know. Now, Vince, I asked you to get my juice box. I don't know how many times I have to ask you. <laughs> Why can't you just grab my juice box? Why can't you just act like everybody else and just grab my juice box? (laughs) (laughs) Then he rub his temple and then start smoking a cigarette and pacing. (laughs) All the kids are fighting and he's just sitting there rubbing his temple. (laughs) All right. Well, this has been a good episode. Very, very. We can we can do another episode on reincarnation. We barely scratched the surface. Sounds like a whole herd of cattle upstairs with all your dang dogs in this house. That's sad. Samantha. All right. Well, thank you once again for listening. Shout out to Natalie and my boys and everybody else who listens. Thank you for the 1,000 views. The 1,000 listens. Here's to the next 1,000. And uh, Wait, you didn't let me tell my, my porn mag story. No, we're done with that. No. You can tell it on the next no! one. No! That's that's enough. You only get three gross. Why am I restricted? Uh, an episode because you're disgusting. We're gonna get a rated. No, X we're not. Thing on on. The, we'll talk about it on the next one. What the hell? We'll have a whole episode dedicated to your childhood porn experiences. <laughs> we're, we're in the age of PC, Joe. Yeah. Like the VHSs. PC. All right. <laughs> Everybody, stay paranormal. Thanks for listening. The stack of VHSs. (laughs) Stay paranormal! Like Dogtown. Stay paranormal and don't be (laughs) disgusting like Job. (laughs) And don't be haters. Tell a friend. Don't be haters. Tell a friend. We're all going through it. We're all suffering. Everybody, just remember your worth in this world. Don't forget... Wrong button. This is Dr. Job. Oh, joy. 
I thought we were done. Uh, let me be Dr. Joe for Why a second. Why does this have to be like a Marvel film where we got to listen to the... Good Lord. Let me have the spotlight for a second, Vince. You live in the spotlight. Let me have my spotlight. All right, good. Spotlight. Oh. Just remember, everybody. <laughs> we're all in this together. Yes. Whether you wake up and you feel like you have no use... Whether you wake up and the bills aren't paid, you wake up and you're stressed because the kids just won't get the fuck up and go to school. You have to sit there and argue with them, get your fucking shoes on. Just get them on! But why? I still have like five minutes. Just get them on! Get them on! <laughs> Turn your low resolution. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Get off TikTok. We're all going through it. I don't want to hear Dr. Job. The COVID. I don't need any advice from Dr. Job. The suffering. What we need to remember is that we are all one nation. Under God. Indivisible. With liberty and justice for all. Nations. We're all <laughs> mixed. You're just randling ra- like no, bullshit right now. <laughs> We're all mixed in the race. The soup of race. Just love one another. The what? What are we? A freaking <laughs> the soup? Our <laughs> good soup. Our pasole race. Yes, <laughs> you're an idiot. Just love one another. When that dickhead on his phone is driving, or sunshine sitting in the middle of the fucking lane, just remember. Instead of yelling at him, he's paranormal too. Send him a peace sign. Peace, brother. With one finger. What are we? (laughs) (laughs) One love. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) One love, mother. (laughs) One love. All right. Stay paranormal. Adios. To all the peoples of the world, I once more give expressions. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Whether it wishes us well or ill, that we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. I have I never have, been, have, been a quitter. quitter, quitter, quitter. Tear, tear down, down this wall. Perhaps we need some, some outside some universal, universal threat, 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 threat to make us to recognize, make recognize this common bound. I occasionally think how quickly our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world.